Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Guys, this show is for you, about you, right? This show is so you guys can create more cash flow today, prosperity, freedom, that kind of stuff right now, not Sunday, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But guys, most importantly, it's about living a life of meaning and purpose, about being able to work because you want to, not because you have to. And it's about this, guys. It's about creating impact in people's lives because as you're blessed financially, you can create more financial freedom in the lives of others. Guys, that is what it means to be a rippler. Thank you for allowing me to create a ripple effect through you. Guys, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for binging, sharing, and, and just keep downloading, man. I love it. So keep doing that. Uh, I love the fact that uh, just in the last three weeks alone, guys, um, you know, just to kind of brag on you, um, not really brag on the show at all, because I just try to, you know, give you guys hopefully something that's valuable for you. You know, I, I think it's valuable at least. And, uh, and I know I have a lot of clients that ask these kind of questions. I want to give them to you. But man, I'll tell you guys, we've had more of you guys downloading in the last three weeks then when I started this show, it took me two years to do what you guys did in three weeks. And so, so super grateful for you guys. You guys really are like the greatest listeners out there. And I know you guys are here because you want to make a difference in your life now. You don't want just some fluff. You don't want somebody just to give you that like nice inspiring speech, but you want real financial freedom. And that's what we're here to do, guys. Hey, as always a reminder, like if you really take it, really ready to take it from that next level, not to just be on this, you know, to listen to this podcast, but to really learn more, be able to say, Hey, I've got cash sitting around. Maybe you got like 150, 200 grand or more sitting in savings. Maybe you've got a couple hundred grand or so in equity in your house. And you're saying, I got to get this out of prison and working for me. So I have to keep working for my money. Reach out to us, go to the contact us page on moneyripples.com. Hey, how would you love to earn up to 10% on your money every year while also helping people stay in their homes? Guys, that's exactly what the fund with American Homeowner Preservation allows you to do. You can invest with as little as $100 and be able to use that money to help people stay in their homes by being able to refinance so they can stay in the homes with the families that they love. And guys, this is only open now until November 5th, until it's closed for the rest of the year. So if you want to learn more information about this, go check out their website, www.fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P as in American Homeowner Preservation. Com. Check it out. All right, guys. So I want to talk about a, a thing here today that uh, is a topic that was inspired actually from conversations I had at a, at a dental conference I was at last weekend, right? Um, and it was really about the word uncertainty. You know, I hear all the time and I heard it constantly this weekend. People talking about all the uncertainty in the marketplace, right? The uncertainty with real estate, the uncertainty with the stock market, the uncertainty Heck, with even crypto, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, there's so much uncertainty in the world, uncertainty with the government, and what kind of rules are going to make, and all this kind of stuff that, for the most part, is out of our control. And, and when you feel out of control, here's what I've noticed, is that you'll usually try to hyper-control other parts of your life, right? Often you might hyper-control your money. You might 
want the extra control because you feel like you're out of control. You might hyper control your family or your relationships, hyper control your physical space. You might try to keep it meticulously clean. You know, I remember I was going through a divorce six years ago, right? It was actually six years ago this month, but uh, I was going through a divorce and man, like I didn't have my family with me. I was living in a place on my own. And I remember how crazy it was, you know, when there, you know, like I, I just, I felt like my life was spinning, right? You know, I, I wasn't even sure if I was going to keep doing my business. I actually was debating about canceling this podcast. If you, if you listen to some of the episodes between 100 and 200 uh, in that range, that was about the time I was going through that. And, um, and I'll tell you, it was, it was a rough time. And, and the thing I was doing, like, I, I couldn't control much, you know, I was, I was, you know, obviously I was, my kids were with their mom, you know, and I would see them, I was lonely. So what would I do? I would hyper clean. I would hyper clean my cat, my, my counter space. I would hyper clean stuff. I'd throw everything away. You know, even things that maybe I wanted to keep, I threw away, you know, things that might've had sentimental value gone. Right. Just cause I was trying to keep everything clean. So I would constantly wipe down my counters and, you know, and sometimes I'd vacuum or sweep, you know, I sweep, actually, I sweat more then than I do now with a whole bunch of kids running around all the time. So, uh, so the thing is guys, like when you feel like you're out of control, when you feel these issues come up, you naturally want to do something different. So for example, when you're dealing with uncertainty, it's usually not the world that you're really concerned about. Usually the uncertainty is within yourself. This is what I've noticed is that uncertainty is with comes from within, right? Because the truth is the world's always changing. The world's always uncertain. Do you think this is anything new? Yeah, sure. We got new experiences and new situations, right? But the truth is that this is kind of the same old, same old, right? Um, there's not really a whole lot of surprises here. So when it comes to uncertainty, understand that you know the world has never been certain. Never has it ever, ever, ever been certain. Uh, the one thing we might talk about is always certain is death and taxes, right? And who knows, maybe that can become uncertain someday. But for right now, there almost everything is uncertain in our lives, right? Even when we're dealing with money, you know, even the strategies I teach. Now I get people tell me all the time, like Chris, you know, I, I I'm more risk averse, so I put my money in the stock market. I'm like, do you just hear what you just said? Risk averse, so you put your money in the stock market. Understand that risk, you know, is chance of loss. The stock market, especially with the numbers that I've I've done on other episodes, right? The way the stock market pays out, where it's only averaged eight point three percent in the last thirty years is almost 100% guarantee you will lose, that you will fail. Now, you might make money over time, right? Um, and if you've been the last 12 years and that's all you've seen is going up is because you've seen what's never happened in history. Again, uncertainty of the market. You know, it's so uncertain that it actually went up for 12 years now, right? Since 2009, really now 12 and a half years, March of 2009 was when it bottomed. And look at us today right? Hitting new highs still in the stock market. We have prices, housing prices sky high right now, you know, like, and, and even then, like, there's still got room to go higher. So what, 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 what's the difference? You know, you say you're risk averse, the truth is you're not, <laughs> you know, if you're putting your money in the stock market, you're definitely not risk averse. You're probably very risky. But the reason you think you're risk averse is because you say, well, other people are doing it. This is what I've been taught to do my whole life because I'm not, I'm, I feel uncertain about doing it on my own. As a result, I'm just gonna, you know, or do something different than what the masses are doing. I'm gonna stay with what's comfortable, with what the masses are doing. Even if it's guaranteed law, you know, guaranteed failure of that plan to work in your life, 
you still are going to go there saying you're risk averse. But the truth is, is that you're taking more risk than I take. I'm more risk averse than you are. Now, here's the thing. Education can minimize those, that risk, right? When you understand things better, that minimize that risk. That's why we're teaching these things to give you that education. Now, education and information does give you less risk, but that's not all. Ultimately, the uncertainty comes from within. Because what you're really saying is that you don't, it's not that you don't trust the markets. You don't even trust me, right? Or anybody else for that matter. You don't trust yourself. That is what's really happening. You do not trust yourself. You do not trust that you would make the right decisions, especially if you're trying something different. Like if you did do real estate investing, or if you went and bought a franchise or e-commerce business, or if you went and invested in land, or you went and invested in something else, you know, it could even be crypto, right? Now, I would say that, you know, for me, crypto is risky, partly because it is very, very speculative. There's not a lot of predictability there, right? I like predictable assets. That's why I go more real estate, whether it's turnkey properties and rentals, right? Whether I'm dealing with things that are more like syndications and in, investing in multifamily apartments and things like that, you know, I might buy land and, and things of that nature. I'm buying those things because I know it can be predictable, but there's still uncertainty there, guys. There's no guarantee in anything in life. You know, you don't have a guarantee you're going to pay it out anything, right? Even if you invest with the best investor out there, don't you think that there's always a chance that they might lose that one time? Of course. Every time you jump in that car, don't you realize that you, you have a pretty, you know, a, definitely a chance. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, but there's a chance you may not actually come home after jumping in that car. You know, you may not come home safely. You know, heaven forbid that ever happens, right? But the truth is we deal with uncertainty every single day. So the truth is, do you trust yourself? Now, when you get behind that wheel, maybe you trust yourself more, maybe more than the other drivers, right? And that's almost always the case in my experience that people trust themselves driving more than they trust others. Why? Because they're in control. They got the control of the wheel. This is the very reason why I don't invest in stock markets and crypto very much. Now I have a little bit of crypto, right? I do have a little bit, but it's just enough that if I lost it, I wouldn't care, right? It wouldn't do anything to my financial life or my freedom. But uh, the things I do put my money towards are things where I feel like I have more control. That's why I love buying real estate, especially if I'm the one that owns it and I control it. Because if something goes wrong, I can call the shots and make something happen. Now, again, still uncertainty. You know, even if I do everything right, is it possible pay that tenants won't pay me? Yes. Is it possible that things could break down? Yes. I had, we had new construction home. We're thinking, hey, new construction is great because what's the likelihood that something's going to break? And you know, lo and behold, within the first month, a windstorm came through Alabama and blew down one of our fences, right? And so we had to pay about $1,500 to repair that fence, soaked up all the cash flow we're getting from those two properties in just one property. Now, what's the likelihood that's going to happen? Well, okay, granted in the Gulf area, there's the possibility. But the truth is the majority of the time that does not happen. So we're always dealing with uncertainty. The real question is, is how you deal with uncertainty within yourself. Do you trust yourself? And so here's some tips I've got for you right now, right? Um, yeah, there's, there's another topic I can go with there too. I, I would say this, uh, you know, and, and this actually comes from the, of somebody coming to me earlier. Um, so one of the things I would say is go back to your memory, right? Go back to your earliest memories of success. You know, what is it you did as a kid even that was successful? You know, was there uncertainty there? Did you know you're going to be successful? Did you have to fail many times to become successful at that thing? 
you know, it's not like we all wake up one day and do great. Just so you know, uh, you know, with me doing anything with public speaking, I wasn't naturally great at public speaking. I'm still not the best speaker in the world, right? I'm not the best podcaster out there. There's no doubt. I don't present things. I say little filler words and things that might drive some of you nuts. And I don't care, right? I'm still getting out the information. You know, I, I've done this thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Do I care? No, because if I did, I would freeze up and do nothing. Naturally, as a kid, I was an introvert. I didn't ever publicly speak. I would get sweaty trying to talk to more than two or three people at one time. You know, other kids and things like that. Girls don't even talk about that. That was a whole one girl alone was enough to make me just go into panic attacks and sweat. In fact, I was so introverted. Uh, so I had such a hard time, so much discomfort trying to talk to people that get this guys. Um, the first girlfriend I had girlfriend, if she wasn't great and not much of a girlfriend, but the first girlfriend I had, I actually wrote out notes on a pad of things to say to her. Now you think if I have a girlfriend, I would know what to say, right? No. Like when I call on the phone, I would have to write things to say because I couldn't hold the conversation guys. That's how bad it was. Again, did that stop me from talking to people? No, did that stop me from even talking to you guys? Imagine if I couldn't do this and hold the conversation for like 15, 20 minutes, right? So that's my point. My point is this, is that you're dealing with uncertainty. So go back in your memory and look at things that you did successfully. Did you overcome that uncertainty? Did you overcome yourself? Uh, you know, it was there the whole time, right? You don't need to be an expert in those areas. You know, uh, disconnect from the noise. I'll tell you, like, look out for the noise that's around the world that thinks you have to be a professional, right? That's the thing, especially in America, we're horrible about is that you have to be an expert, right? You know, you can't even talk about, you know, viruses and vaccines and stuff without having to be a medical expert or I studied on the subject, right? All that dumb stuff out there. Here is the number one thing I'll tell you to do. And this is the advice I gave one, one, of, my, uh, one of my clients that just uh, came on board. She said, you know, Chris, I was meeting with different advisors, including my own financial advisor, and something just didn't feel right. I just didn't feel right. I can't explain it because they had all the logical reasons about why I should invest in this mutual fund or in the stock market, right? But I just didn't feel right, the information they're giving me. So that's why I reached out to you, Chris. Guys, right there, I, I, I told her, I said, this is why, you know, because it's not right. Your intuition, believe it or not, guys, you guys all have some sort of intuition, right? You have some sort of thing that your heart can tell you what's right and what's wrong. In fact, I, I encourage you to follow your heart, follow your gut, right? Whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever it is for you, like when you know that something's right and it may not make sense or uh, somebody might tell you it's wrong, but you went and did it anyways. You know, look back in your life when you've done that, when you said, you know, people told me this, I want to do this instead and it worked out. You know, when you took the advice that you felt was true in your heart, that right there is key. So guys, one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give you, right, is, is it's not about uncertainty. It's about following your heart. Because the truth is that if you've done that, if you follow your gut and you stop overanalyzing everything, you know, and just really tune into yourself, distract from the noise, like turn off the news, turn off the media, you know, go quietly, turn off me even, right? Like turn off my noise, you know, hopefully my noise is, is better than others because I'm telling you to, to go turn inward for yourself, but do that, like disconnect, go into nature, ponder on this stuff and what, is, what feels right to you. And it could be, it's different than my advice. And if so, great, do it, you know, have, have at it. Every one of us has something different that we can do.
But I'm telling you, the best advice I ever took for me was following my intuition. So if something doesn't feel right with the advice you're getting from financial advisors, or from coworkers or friends or whatever it might be, and you're listening to the show thinking, I feel like there's something else, but I'm not sure what that is. Go with it. Follow it because it's true. That advice, that all this stuff the financial advisors are teaching, really, it's crap. It's not even information, guys. It's just noise. It's noise has been proven not to work. So my advice is this, is focus on that. You know, really turn it off. And ultimately, when you're dealing with uncertainty, it's not the world you're afraid of. It's you. You don't trust you. Learn to trust yourself. Learn to tune in to what's right. Listen to that little whisper, that voice, that voice that actually will tell you to make the right decisions, even with your investments. And I'm 100% telling you, even when I did stock coaching, which is a very volatile, risky place, I always came back and told people the 202, you know, 202, there we go. I can barely sign that. There we go, 202, you know, the, the 202 class or course version. I would tell them like the advanced course of doing stock trading is follow your intuition, follow your gut. Even if all the charts say one thing, go with the intuition. Guys, you know, I've been listening to my intuition and, you know, my intuition tells me that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when things do turn around. It could happen in, in the stock market. It can happen in real estate. It can happen anywhere, right? But the truth is, if you're certain, if you create certainty within yourself, trusting your intuition and you're connected to people that do the same as well, you will find that you will tend to go the right path. So guys, it doesn't matter if you can, you can talk all the jargon, the financial jargon that's out there. It doesn't matter all this stuff that you could possibly be doing and learning because the truth is you just gather more and more data doesn't lead you to any more information. The only thing that leads you to real action is when you know inside when it's a conviction or even a conversion within yourself where you know for a fact, this is the path I need to take there. That is where the real money and the real wealth is made. So guys, I hope you make it a wonderful and prosperous week. Tune in, listen to, turn out the noise, turn off the noise, Listen, turn up your own voice and listen to what's right because I'm telling you here that the world is always going to be uncertain, but you can trust yourself. Learn to trust yourself. Learn to tune in. And you will find that your results, they'll be hard to stop. Guys, make a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.